This is Set Aside Some Time, an MSPN podcast, and it's brought to you by the National MSP Network, or MSPN for short. And now, on to the episode. Hello, and thank you for setting aside some time today. This is Jennifer Shemansky, your host for this episode, and joining me today is John Kane, who is the um, recently elected president of MSPN Network. John, welcome. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it. Looking forward to the podcast. There we go. So, um, John, you were just elected. Did you want to tell us who the rest of the um, newly elected um, board is? Sure. Uh, just going through the uh, board members, we have uh, Amber Warman, and she is the secretary. We got Michelle Allen, who's the vice president. And then we have Annie Davidson as the treasurer and then past president. And thank you, Steve Miller, for your services last year. All right. So, um, John, uh, before we get started, really kind of talking about your vision and and what you're looking forward to this year, I thought maybe we would spend um, just a minute and talk about kind of all the happenings that were last year. I think um, we really have to start with. Um, how uh, successful our annual meeting was last year. Yeah, no, I really appreciate and thank you to, you know, the committee that put together the the annual conference last year. Um, you know, we had several things that uh, are ongoing. Um, you know, Medicare is an ever-changing landscape. Some of the things that we were looking at last year were LMSAs, and then uh, we're waiting for the uh, civil monetary penalties to be released. And as we know, those were uh, put on uh, pause. I think that there's probably some additional work there. Um, I know that Medicare CMS wants to make sure that, you know, this is rolled out, uh, that, you know, they want to make sure that the civil monetary penalties are, you know, in line with, you know, whether the claim was reported late or, you know, in terms of accuracy. So more. And I know, Go ahead. And I know last year we, um, we did have some changes to the reference guide and, and um, we've actually had um, a previous pod that talked about the changes with 4.3, but um, kind of really other in the industry, we didn't have any real, really very large upheavals, I would say, right? No, no strikingly um, nothing new, um, which I think is good, right? It makes us stable. Yeah. Uh, so with section, you know, 4.3, that was, uh, you know, in CMS's view, that was uh, that was nothing new, although right. it was put in in writing and then, you know, clarified. Uh, there was a town hall conference in February and then further clarification um, in March, where it was pretty strong language when it initially came out that they they will deny payment um, versus may deny payment. So they certainly, you know, softened the the language. You know, they they listened to the feedback from you know from the community, and and made some adjustments there. Yep. And one thing um, we're going to talk in a little bit about kind of your your vision and and your um, key strategic obje- objectives for next year. But one of the things that I think ties in is um, we did actually get some information, some statistics last year um, from CMS at the end of the year, right? Yeah, no, we, you know, we appreciate, um, you know, CMS providing the, you know, the scorecard, the basics in terms of, you know, the the MSA amounts, um, 
you know, we're we're looking to continue to work with, you know, CMS in terms of the scorecard. You know, from an industry perspective, we also want to see how we're doing, you know, on our end in terms of conditional payments and how we can work with, you know, CMS, you know, into the future on some of these these things. But the data is, you know, the data is critical um, and it gives us, you know, insight into, you know, how we're doing. Agreed. So um, I think then we, we're ready to look at uh, 2023, right? Woo! <laughs> we're in we're in 2023, and we're already making some progress here. Um, we've got five strategic objectives. Um, the first is to expand and diversify our membership, not only the individual members, but it's also the corporate sponsors. You know, we're looking at organizations, you know, such as the structured settlement community, um, and then also, you know, with the the plaintiffs bar. Um, you know, having having a rounded voice, especially with with any Medicare reform efforts, is to have all parties aligned and having one voice to to CMS. So, you know, enhancing you know the organization, our industry presence, um, reaching out to other organizations. Can we speak at their conferences? You know, create that awareness around Medicare compliance, and then okay. oh, go ahead. I was just going to comment on you mentioned the the plaintiffs organization and don't you think now even though they put the civil monetary penalties out for a year I do think that is a that is an amazing opportunity for growth for our organization and really to make that whole MSP process on that liability side go a little bit better especially when we come to the CMPs because I think right now there's probably not a lot of discussion between you know, the defense side and the plaintiff side on what that reporting piece is, especially on the liability side, right? Right, yeah. And with there's going to be some uh, changes too coming up in April with uh, some additional reporting on behalf of the, you know, the plaintiffs um, with respect to uh, ongoing responsibility of, of medical through Section 111 reporting. And we just want to make sure that, you know, folks are aware of this. You know, the RREs do have, you know, um, the ability to report back uh, just to make sure that they agree uh, with any of the, the changes to, to the reporting. Um, but that goes in line with, you know, potential CMP penalties, where if it wasn't reported accurately, what does that mean on the back end? So definitely some things that, you know, we should be looking at. And, you know, as we talked about, um, the CMSPs have been put on hold for a year. So, you know, evaluating situations like this and giving the REs a little bit more opportunity to make sure that their house is in order. Yep. So I do think there is definitely an area for our organization to branch out and, and do a little bit more um, work with people like, um, you know, what we would consider a lot, a lot of us across the aisle um, with those uh, plaintiff attorneys who are, who are, I think, really with the CMPs, even more so working together now, or at least I would hope um, that we were all working a little bit together. And I think uh, before I interrupted you, we're going to talk a little bit about the structured settlement organizations. Yeah, bringing the uh, structured settlement organizations, uh, reaching out through, um, you know, the membership committee, uh, seeing if they're uh, if they would join, 
um, MSPN. And, you know, at the same time, you know, looking at their organization um, and, you know, as I said, um, you know, speaking at, at their organizations as well. Okay. So um, uh, next uh, topic, uh, if you want to jump over to it, I know um, we had talked about kind of the numbers that CMS put out, but one of your key objectives was to identify the relevant um, MSP trends to see, you know, to make sure that we're kind of addressing them on, on a bigger global scale. Right. So, you know, in terms of the, you know, the data that uh, CMS produced last year, we had, you know, communications um, at the prior um, annual conference, and we were asking about, you know, scorecard in terms of um, MSAs, you know, the value that they're seeing, what was submitted, what was it approved for. Um, so they provided some, some in, good information for us. And, you know, we're looking to expand that information, hopefully with CMS, you know, to include Section 111 reporting as well as, you know, conditional payments. And it just provides visibility into, you know, in terms of a conditional payment, you know, what percentage of the conditional payment was related or disputed. So having some uh, better insight into those numbers. And then, you know, that could lead, you know, lead to potential, you know, efficiencies and, and reform efforts. Well, and I know our data and development committee works a lot um, on uh, just as an industry level, kind of, uh, you know, apart from the, the CMS piece uh, and their data, we work to do some data gathering, really, you know, as a vendor, just just to know that what you're seeing is maybe the same or potentially different than other people. So I think that's one committee that we have um, here at MSPN, that if you're interested in that, they they focus a lot on this, right? Yeah. And we, you know, we appreciate, you know, everyone's commitment to this, as well as, you know, the the data committee asking for, you know, the the data so we can support, you know, our, our conversation, you know, with CMS in regards to what, what we're seeing for data. I mean, you know, this was probably about a month or two ago where, you know, we saw maybe a slight increase in the number of counter hire demands. And, you know, one of the things is that, you know, we have conversations with CMS, we've developed a really good working relationship with them. And, you know, if we see ongoing trends, we wanna make sure that we highlight that and have discussions directly with CMS and then report back to our members. So John, that actually leads us right into that next key objective of yours, which are those quarterly meetings with CMS. Did you wanna talk kind of a little bit more about those? Yeah, I mean, there's, um, in terms of, you know, the the topics, we wanna make sure that, you know, we're, we're presenting, you know, relevant current topics. Uh, last year, we had some discussions on, you know, the, the non-submits, you know, with CMS, um, we have the workers comp review contractor uh, that's coming up. I believe it's April 4th is when that contract uh, is going to be effective. And with that, um, you know, if there is a change in contractor, you know, there could be uh, some minor bumps in the road that, you know, we can help um, CMS and the uh, potentially new contractor uh, if that's decided on. Um, and be able to to work together with CMS to smooth out the uh, smooth out the bumps. And you know we're not sure if the current contractor is going to remain, 
or if there's you know going to be a change. But that's just one of the topics. Another topic that we've already discussed is the data and seeing if you know CMS could expand that that scorecard to you know look at information like section 11 reporting and conditional payments especially where we see you know civil monetary penalties are likely going to be you know enacted in february of 2024 right so um that actually was your uh, last key objective right was to um work with cms to get potentially even more data than we had gotten at the end of last year, really to help us um, understand, I think, our industry more, right? Um, the more data that we can get and work with from them, along with our data committee, um, helps us understand kind of trends across the way, which really ties in uh, to one of your earlier objectives is to be able to advocate and have larger discussions um, you know, while while we are kind of a wide breadth across uh, the board and across our membership, we may not be seeing all of it. So the more data that we can get, um, I think the better prepared we are to have uh, more in-depth conversations, right? Yeah. And again, with the, the data committee, there's also another subcommittee there. Uh, you know, we appreciate their efforts, you know, Consolidating this information, you know, looking at, you know, the the trends, uh, you know, putting together, you know, what we feel is relevant information, data that we would like to see, um, and then, you know, promote that with CMS. Right. So, um, anything else on the on your key objectives that that you wanted to talk about today? Um. You know, one of the one of the things that you know we started with was um, you know right off the bat is trying to expand the the membership, you know, not only with the the corporate membership but also with the um, you know with the different organizations. So I'll be working you know closely with the the membership committee. Uh, we've got some names that we can follow up on and you know bring these additional partners in. Uh, recently, uh, we had a change in our uh, our funding and administration committee. Um, so there's an open chair there, and we're looking to have a structure broker um, chair that position. So you know we're looking through all the you know the names of the structure brokers that are already you know currently members, and then um, you know we're going to discuss it you know with the the board in terms of recommendations on on who might be a good fit there. Terrific. Um, speaking of partners, I think maybe the one thing we could take a few uh, minutes and talk about today is um, we've really been um, enhancing our partnership the last couple of years, right, with the Mark Coalition. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so I think this is going on our second full year with the, the Mark Coalition and, you know, one of their uh, big initiatives has been the the ramp back so repair abuses of msp payments uh basically you know trying to appeal the uh the msp uh private cause of action so they've been highly engaged um you know we had mark coalition uh there at the annual conference um and they were uh, highly engaged and they they spoke on a couple issues there and I think uh, recently they've uh, um, also been talking about some ORM termination issues, correct? Yeah. So, you know, that's been somewhat of a thorn in, in people's side where, 
you know, in certain states, um, they might not have a statute of limitations, meaning that that ORM would have to, you know, stay open for a lifetime. So David uh, Farber from the Mark Coalition, Spalding and King, uh, that's another issue that they're they're working on to um, try and reduce down those cases that remain open. Uh, I know a couple of years ago, probably about three years ago, uh, CMS did work with us to you know give us a statute of limitations uh, on some of those cases. So a little bit more work in that area. It's important because um, you might have situations where the ORM is open and that uh, injured beneficiary might have had you know an intervening accident. And we just want to make sure that their benefits are not ne negatively impacted, nor their care. So we want to make sure there's you know continuity of, of care going forward. So uh, it's in the best interest of all that you know we continue to work this issue. Right. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I know you're referring to kind of that newer one if the case has been around for the five years and the 25,000. And I think industry-wide, I think what everybody would say is 25,000 is not a lot of money um, when you start um, dealing with treatment. So you are correct. I think there are a lot of cases that end up, you know, kind of just hanging around there with that open ORM. And you're right that, you know, there's the potential issue for the conditional payments. More importantly, there's a potential issue for these Medicare beneficiaries, um, you know, and whether or not they have issues with their treatment. And now, of course, you know, we're still looking down the, the barrel of those potential civil monetary penalties. So I couldn't agree more that if we could, you know, if we could get our hands a little bit more around the ORM and get a few more options on that, that would, you know, that would maybe help everybody kind of clear some of those up. Yeah, agree. So um, we mentioned the data committee, and I think um, you also mentioned the professional administration committee. I will selfishly bring up um, the webinar committee. We do uh, webinars each month, and um, as part of that is our podcast committee. Um, so uh, take a minute and talk a little bit about the committees from um, MSPN and, and kind of um, what you see them working for this year. Yeah, I've been um, trying to participate in each of the committee meetings. Um, the communications committee, um, you know, they helped me out with the, the president's message. So thank you to them. Um, and that's more of a, you know, ongoing, um, you know, process with them. We have the policy and legislative committee, you know, obviously, you know, they have their, their eyes, you know, on several, several things, including CMSP, the civil monetary penalties, uh, the, the ramp act, um, and then, you know, there's also, you know, continued uh, proposed house bills that are being, you know, updated. So they're reviewing those and, and providing the board as uh, well as the, the e-committee uh, updates. So appreciate their, their efforts as well. And then we also have that Section 111 and Conditional Payment Committee. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of a lot of work there behind the scenes. Um, you know, you have the issues with the Department of Treasury with debt going off to Treasury and, you know, they have their eyes and ears on that um, as well as Section 111, which you think would be enough, just add the conditional payment. So 
there was a, a big response in terms of volunteers for that that committee. And again, you know, we appreciate everyone's everyone's efforts and and volunteering. And are always welcome to add any additional members to the committee. So maybe uh, we should take a second and and just plug if you do have. Um, any wish to join any of the committees, please go out on the website and um, let us know uh, via the uh, link and we are happy to contact you and would be more than happy to have anybody join our committees. Absolutely. Okay. So um, that's a lot, right? We, uh, we talked a lot today about um, many, many things we have going on. Um, one of the biggest things we'll have coming um, going on is our annual meeting is coming up. We had to move it a little this year, right? Yeah, it's been pushed back. So we have it scheduled for November 8th through the 10th. So definitely, you know, save that date. Uh, there's going to be additional information, you know, coming out in terms of, you know, super early bird special. There you uh, go. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. Terrific. So, John, is there anything that we um, missed talking about today or, or um, anything that, that else that you wanted us to be aware of? I think we covered a lot today. I mean, we covered, you know, last year and some of the initiatives for this year. Just, you know, grateful to uh, to lead this organization. And, you know, I'm very impressed with all of the, you know, the members and the, and the corporate sponsors. I mean, um, what I love about, you know, MSPN is people helping people. I mean, it may not be that, you know, they're, they're in the, same vendor company together, everyone helps one another out. You look at listserv, people are asking questions and people are jumping back to to respond and help people out. Not, you know, not all companies are large scale in size. And I just think it's a, you know, a great, great community. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're helping injured workers, um, you know, with regards to to Medicare compliance and you know doing the right thing so super impressed with the uh, organization i couldn't possibly second that more i absolutely agree with you so john i can't thank you enough um for setting aside some time with us today um we will look forward to speaking uh, with you a couple more times while you're the president this year so thank you very much and i uh, wish you all the best um, with your presidency. And I know you're going to do a great job. And as you mentioned, it is a great community. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jen. Really appreciate it. Yep. And thank you everyone for setting aside some time for us today. And we'll look forward to you on the next, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks. Mm -hmm.